4: Watching clips of cats on YouTube. But a live show must begin. Grizabella's elevating
5: Welcome everybody to Broadway Reborn. My name is Mike Abrams and I am the host of The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cats fee. My podcast interviews past cats, cast members, and argues why I think Grizzabella was the wrong joke choice. Now, first off. What about that music video? So a special thanks to Melanie Gerlitz, who sang and recorded this Broadway Reborn version of Memory. Uh, That song was written by me, performed by Melody, and then a special thanks to Alan Seals of the Broadway Podcast Network and Jonathan Cerullo who produced that music video. So why are we here today? Why are you watching? And thank you for watching. Last October, the Cats National 3 Tour got together with Broadway Cares to have an amazing fundraiser called Cats for COVID Relief. And with Broadway reopening, we decided that what a better way than to celebrate Broadway being reborn to a new, joyful life. So tonight, uh, a thank you to the Broadway Podcast Network, Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, Jonathan Cerullo, and the entire Cats, Cats National 3 cast for helping put together this event. So here's what you can expect from today. You're gonna get some fun conversations with cast members. You're gonna get a little Cats trivia Because there's a couple things I think a lot of people don't know that I want to make sure gets out into the world. And then, most importantly, what I'm very excited for is we have a few Grizzabellas here to come defend their joical choice. So, let's get started. And to kick us off, we have a few cast members that are going to join me. So, let's meet them. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Okay, so let's hear an introduction who you were and who you played in Cats.
6: Well, I, I, I'll go first because I, I see my picture. I, I'm Jonathan Cirullo, and I played Skimble Shanks in
7: uh,
8: National 3. I'm Christine Toy Johnson. I played Syllabub.
7: I'm James Walski. I was the dance captain and I understudied Plato McCavity, Alonzo, Tomba Brutus, and Pounceable. <laughs>
1: Hi, I'm Deborah Genevieve Athens, and I play Demeter. And I want to introduce my partner in crime.
2: I'm Adrienne Gibbs, and I played Bomb Ballerina. Arena. Oh, that's right.
5: Very, very fun. So today. We never was... go
2: anywhere without each yeah. other.
5: <laughs> so today's about Broadway reopening. And so I want to take you back to your opening of that first night of cats. Tell me about that experience. What was that first show like for all of you? Oh, wow.
8: Well, I remember it was at West Point. It was West Point, and everyone in the audience was in a white uniform. That's right. Look at that. And I'm in white tonight.
6: You're <laughs> right, Christine. We looked out, and there was a sea of white because they were all cadets, right?
8: And we had no idea what the response would be like, but it was amazing. It was, mm. it was. It was fantastic.
5: Christine, were you a little worried doing green eyes in front of a bunch of military people, scaring somebody?
8: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I didn't think about that. I think we were also um, focused on doing, remembering everything and and getting it all right and the excitement of it. But but now, thanks for ruining my memory of that, Mike, because now I will think about that.
1: (laughs) But I do remember coming down the aisles doing green eyes, and we thought that people would be scared. But these are West Point cadets, and they sat there, you know, eyes forward, and they did not flinch. So I thought maybe this green ice doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, it was West Point, and I'm so glad that these guys are on our team.
7: <laughs> it was electric. I mean, it was unbelievable how the energy and that on that stage and the audience. It it was pretty magical.
2: I wasn't there. I didn't. I didn't join the company until Baltimore. But uh, my first night, I remember very clearly, Jimmy Walski laughing at me from the back of the audience because Siamese. we realized during the Gus number when the Siamese came out that we hadn't bothered to block that number.
6: <laughs> oh, that's so, right, He uh, told me about that, yeah. Yeah, so
2: I spent most of the time getting poked in the butt with a tridents and pushed around to get me to the right place, so. And <laughs> the
7: China silk.
2: That, exactly, yes, well, you know, find all the props I could to Make sure I made a big debut.
5: <laughs> so for there's a lot of theater lovers, I'm sure watching it, but um, I think it's pretty evident how little I know. And so I know you do previews, <laughs> and you kind of go through this this whole part of being ready to go. But then you have your real opening night. How different is that first true production versus everything before and, and everything after?
6: I'm, I'm going to let Jimmy answer that because he, you know, we we previewed the show in at West Point. I can't remember how many performances. But what when did we act what was the what was the city that we actually opened the show in? I can't remember Was it Atlanta?
7: Is that right?
8: I think it was Atlanta because there, was there's a, and this, this famous, this famous story between, uh, between us. And I remember telling Mike this on, on the when I was interviewed on the wrong cat died, that we a bunch of us were in a cab, on the way to oh, the gosh. theater, and we said to the cab driver, "Can you please take take us to where Cats is playing?" Yes. And he said, "No, it's it's those darn cats." Interesting. The <laughs> title of the show was "Those darn Cats." Anyway, those darn cats. I digress. That didn't, <laughs> Sorry, that didn't stick.
5: That didn't stick, unfortunately. <laughs> no. So no. I mean, no. I mean, West
7: Point was it was pretty amazing because we'd worked so hard for so long in the studio, and then we were we came in, we started working on the set. We were doing the tec- uh, technical aspects of it, and then the show was. I think everybody was so focused on what was working, what wasn't working, the lighting, the costumes, the casting, everything that was happening. And by the time we rolled into Atlanta, everybody was so secure and so aware of what they were doing. Their ca- You could see uh, as, as myself as a dance captain, I saw the company elevate to a completely different level. They oh, were all in it 100% and our reviews showed it. Across the boards at that point we were a massive hit and we hit the ground running and just kept going
5: yeah sold out all over the country and I, it really I, for a lot of people the first time they got to see the show in the united states and we
7: had one review that was pretty scandalous that came out along our run maybe five or six stops into it and i guess the reviewer was not um a big cat fan he had seen the new york company and um sort of had to come as a job to 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 see our production and in the review it said that our next stop should be the winter garden theater our company oh and that that company maybe should resume our tour and it was a little scandalous that it happened because they felt that we were a very different company and that maybe we should come in and replace the new york company and let them go out on the road and um there was a lot of chatter about that review that came out.
1: It's too bad that didn't happen, huh? Yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> now I'd love to kinda of ask. I know this group is has also done a lot of producing and directing. What is an opening night like for you on the other side of the house when you're not on stage but you're still, you know, heavily involved in a show? How does that change?
7: It's scary. Yeah, so it's yeah. you
6: know you you are you know you 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 bring in your final collaborator on that opening night, and and the true collaborator is your audience, uh, you know. So, the the idea uh, is you never actually physically know or emotionally know how they're going to respond to the work that you've been working on, but with this particular show, it was already a sensation. And I just go back to the moment when we were doing our benefit last year, and Tom Viola who is the head of Broadway Cares, said very clearly, you realize that you were the Hamilton of your times. And I didn't, it didn't quite resonate with me until he actually said that. But uh, you know, we, we were in a hit show that we all had, we just had to show up and do our jobs as best we knew how. And as we progress forward in our lives, I think we take that, that, that sense of, of responsibility to the audience very seriously. Anyone else has have can add to that? Chris I know Adrian is working on some wonderful stuff. Christine's a <laughs> prolific playwright right now who I just love. Uh, you know, so go ahead.
5: Yeah. Well actually let's let's change gears. I have a very fun question for this group and I, I did give you a little heads up it's coming. So I'm I'm excited to hear your answers. But with the show starting to reopen, I want to my knowledge of the show is the character analysis. So I know about your your cats more than I know probably about anything else. And so I wanna know if your cat, your character was going to be cast in one of the shows that's gonna be reopening, which show would they best fit in in this new kind of coming back
2: world? That was the easy one. <laughs> Bomb <But see, laughs> oh, Ballerina would come back as Velma Kelly. I mean, mm. uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I mean, yes, there's yes. no other choice. Yes. yes, perfect. Perfect. I was yeah. thinking
1: about that because I thought that Demeter would come back as one of the merry murderers, but she would be the Hungarian because she's the <laughs> She's innocent and she's like so vulnerable, and a man has completely destroyed her. So, so yeah, we'll be in the same show
2: again. I'm so There glad. we go. That'd be fabulous. I'd love it. I'd love it.
8: Uh, I you know I've been in uh, p- part of the North American tour of come from away uh, since it began and so I couldn't help but think that Syllabub would fit right in and come from away and but but as Syllabub, she would be with Lyle the other cat in the hole w- waiting to be rescued uh, by Bonnie and telling reassuring everyone that it would be okay and and you know they would be they would be fine so that's where I put her. <laughs>
5: I well, I, you, I had you, some different answers, so we'll go through all of them, and I'll tell you what I thought as well.
6: Well, well, if if, if you wanted to ask uh, Skimbleshanks where he would come back, I would have to say it would be um, the Elaine Stritch role. And here's to the ladies who lunch from company. <laughs> Period. End of statement. Right? Hello.
4: <laughs> Music man.
6: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go.
7: Jimmy, what about you? Uh let's see, Alonzo. Probably Chicago, so I would be in Chicago with Adrienne and Debra. So. <laughs> I think
4: that's good.
2: Let's let's do that. Let's there you go. and Plan that. Okay? Uh, let's see.
7: Plato McCavity. Um, Lion King, maybe Lion King.
6: <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Very and
7: um, Tumble Brutus. Uh, maybe a monkey and Wicked. And, okay. and, yeah, and wow and you really pounceable. thought about this didn't you not really no <laughs> <Pounceable>. <laughs> what about shows moulin rouge i think of mad Zarley, so maybe moulin rouge oh uh, yeah
5: i love That's it too. i i had a different answer for every single one of you but i also <laughs> know so little uh, about most of these shows going so i had syllable i had as the youngest daughter in missed outfire
8: Okay. I had uh, Alonzo
5: as one of the Weasley brothers in the Harry Potter uh, and the Cursed Child or in that world. I actually thought for Bomb and Demeter, I had Chicago too, but I thought you could fit in six as well um, oh, with the good. Angry Wives. Yeah. And then uh, Jonathan, I struggle with Skimbleshanks a lot, but I, the whole train being built felt like an acid <laughs> trip. So I think that's from my understanding, that's what Flying Over Sunset is. And so I thought Skimbleshanks <laughs> should fit there.
6: Yeah. Well, that, that, a train was built <laughs> on stage. Yes, there you go. Perfect.
5: Now let's. Um, we're going to see the uh, an encore presentation of Jellicle Songs for Jellicle Cats. Oh, I would love to hear a little bit about how that came together because I have seen it. If uh, I'm hoping some people have already seen it, but if you haven't, it's amazing to see what you put together in a virtual world. So tell me a little bit about about that whole process and then what we're about to see.
6: Let, let me let me uh, I, let me just jump in there for a quick, hot second. So Christine uh, wrote the script to the entire benefit that we did, and Jimmy was an associate producer on the the uh, the project. And Adria did our did our graphic design, and Deb did all our social media. So we had absolutely no idea what the hell we were doing because, <laughs> as as Valerie from Broadway Care says, Jonathan, everyone's flying the plane, and we're building the plane as we're flying it. So. Good luck. Um, it was a very complicated process, and I, I, I'm on humbled knees, uh, bended knees, to thank uh, Brian Ronan um, and Matthew Guerin, who, who, who really were the technicians uh, behind that. But what we did was we laid down a, a vocal, a, a piano track. Austin Jaton, who you'll hear later, did a vocal track on top of that. Then we added a conductor conducting on top of that. We sent that video to the entire company. Everyone filmed their entire their their individual segment, and then that all of that was edited together in the brilliance of of, of Brian Ronan and, and Matt, Matthew Gurin. So it it you know all of us are used to being in the room together, and when we had to. Repivot our our performance uh, and 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 to do this. Uh, this is what this is what would happen. and I think the 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 end result is phenomenal. I don't know if anybody else has anything that they want to add to that, but that's sort of technically what we have to do. so Christine, Jimmy, Adria,
8: Deb I don't know Well, don't Christine. forget having to relearn. <laughs> the song oh, after hello. all these years that was yeah. something else go, go, go there
6: <laughs> christine christine T. johnson texts me and says did we re- is this the is this the right key and i'm like yeah christine this is like so key. this is like this is the key we did this in. and i was like yeah so there you go she goes how the well how and did you know what when we, we did
8: that? when we first started the process we I think we first started talking about it in maybe April of last year, right? Yeah, um, like that. and right, this yeah. so it was right in the beginning of our uh, our whole collective journey doing zoom recording right. and virtual kind of, but it was it was fun. and um, and everyone was so creative with with how they. Uh, how they showed up in their little box. I thought it was it was so great and the the editing and Brian Ronan, right, this the, our Tony oh. Award sound designer matching, Hello. you know, yeah. putting all the voices together and then Matthew editing it together. Yeah, it was it was really um a lot. <laughs> yeah.
6: and, and and I do know Deb, if you want to go back, we, we actually I asked I did ask a few people to re record things. Deb, go ahead and tell them what you, what your experience was which
1: time did you tell
6: me to re-record? Because I was-
1: <laughs> okay, I gotta
6: admit, I was one of those people
1: that also called Jonathan and I was like, is this the right key because it's way too hard? And he's like, Deborah, you've gotten older. So even before I recorded my segment, I had to start getting back into vocal shape and I was doing my vocal exercises, my scales and arpeggios like three weeks before I recorded because you know I haven't sung for years and I had to brush off the vocal cords. So, um, I did it and it was was quite an undertaking to do this, especially if you're not in the business anymore. And I sent it to Jonathan, I thought, okay, that's done. And he says, sorry, Deb, we need to have you do it all over again because he wanted me in pitch black. So I had to find the darkest room in my house. And I live in a very bright neighborhood. I ended up doing it in the shower stall and I made my husband. (laughs) And he wanted to have the 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 car headlights, like Demeter does when she makes the first entrance. So I had to make my poor husband do the headlights over and over again, and so, you know, Jonathan gave him credit as well for lighting design. So I it's did. not just Brian Roan, but my husband <laughs> also a genius. Thank you. Amazing.
6: And, and I, let me just add that, Adria, Adria, if you, if she, she, she actually, she holds up the book in, in homage to the idea that this was a poem. If you, Adria, do you want to? And the whole front of that book was the logo to the show. So you want to yeah, talk I about that? Yeah, I thought it that. was being
2: really clever. By doing that. So. And you were.
6: I loved that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, my
2: little, in the little tiny studio apartment that I was staying in in Santa Fe, New Mexico, that I had to, like, figure out how to clip curtains up and prop things so I could, it was just, I took pictures of what it looked like, what the room looked like after I was done, because oh. it was just it, was, it looked like the junkyard.
7: It was hideous.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, That's let's you show everybody. It, like
7: it was a mess.
6: And I just want to say. <laughs> let's this, show the world this, I, this video I, befo- again. Before you, before, you, before you show that, oh. I just want to say <laughs> that what the intention of all of this was to celebrate this musical, this landmark musical that we did. So I hope your viewers will see that when you show this.
0: Yay. Um, Yay. Great.
5: Yay. Welcome back. Uh, as you can see, we have a few more cast uh, members here, so we're going to introduce them. I do want to mention for all the New Yorkers. Uh, it looks like Henry is slowly rolling in. So if you see some lightning and uh, oh, to, my, yeah. to my left, oh, oh, my. Uh, we are we're starting to get a little storm, but um, but we will we will charge forward. Uh, <laughs> and so it, let's hear who you are and. Um, what cat you played?
0: So I'm Amy Turner, I played Cassandra. I'm Go Joanna on. Beck and I played Jelly Lorum and Griddlebone.
9: I'm Car Nicolyson and I played Rumple Teaser and then I left and came back as <laughs> Bomb Ballerina.
3: <laughs> I'm Anthony Vincent Bova. I played Tumble Brutus. Amazing. I am awesome. Austin
6: I'm Jonathan. I'm Austin Jatan. I played The Booth and <laughs> Old Deut- <laughs> Deuteronomy cover. And I'm Jonathan Cirillo. I played Skimble Shanks. It is just, I love all of these people. Oh my God. That's my well, Cassandra. This... Amy, Amy and I entered in one together. So just so you know, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: Always, uh... once you've entered in one together, you're friends forever. There you go. <laughs>
5: I'm excited for this. This is going to be a little bit of trivia. So this group oh, is gosh. going to be trivia. We have, um, we're have. we also going to have Alan jump in, who's going to keep score for us. And so be the judge and jury here. So here's how we're going to do this. trivia. Um, oh, three yeah. of you, uh, your names start with an A, so you'll be on the team. Oh, and then dear. we'll have the three of you without your first name starting with an A. <laughs> <laughs> and you will be on a team. Tony and
2: Jimmy.
6: Okay. Okay. Oh. okay, okay we have to work this out. Uh, Amy, Austin, and Anthony. Okay, got it.
9: Got Tony, it. Kari, and Joanne. Okay,
3: <gasps> okay Joanne. Yeah.
9: <laughs> Joanna. Just in case. Joanna.
5: Yes. (laughs) And so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask the question. We'll pop it in. And instead of yelling out the answer, I want you to yell out Jellicle and raise your hand. And whoever says that first, (laughs) Alan's going to call on you and you'll get to answer the question if you know
3: it. (laughs) Oh, Lord.
5: (laughs) And then the winning team will introduce our next video. So much pressure. Okay, All right, let, let me know when you want question number one. Go question number it. one. Go. Uh, the question number one is there is one actress who performed in the original Broadway production for the entire run.
9: Bomb Ballerina. Jellico.
5: No, <laughs> it, 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 it was
9: done um, She Cat. played Bomb Ballerina.
5: She did play Bomb Ballerina. Do you yeah. know who the actress uh, was?
9: Andrea, maybe.
3: Uh, jell- uh, Jellico Songs. Uh, wasn't it um, Mar Marlena? Mar- yes,
9: yes Marlena. 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 I think well, Austin wins. No.
5: Austin gets that because he gave he gave the name first. It is Marlena. Marlena. Danielle. Marlena
9: Darn it! Danielle, but I said him yes. the answer anyway. <laughs>
4: and, and, the, and the
6: reason why that I remember that uh, I'm general manager at a hotel up here, and her upstairs neighbor is at our hotel right now. So that was an easy
5: one. Huh? <laughs>
9: Can you oh, imagine amazing. doing the show? I don't think she m- missed shows either. Like the never. The
5: entire run as yeah, Mom Demeter, amazing. she played <laughs> yeah. both. Okay, question two. This one's a little bit harder. It, in the Japanese production of Cats, there is a male cat that fights in Growl Tiger's Last Stand, but he goes by two different names depending on the production. Can you name either of those names?
10: Cats
9: of so- Oh, Coraco guess- Pat, maybe. <gasps> Jellicoe, say Jellicoe. You have to say <laughs> I, I, you
6: know, I, can only, I can only think of Coracopat would be one yeah. of the- Oh that's, that's the not, right. Oh, not right. Correct. It's not correct. <laughs> we, right. we didn't, that. Name we didn't have that. we didn't have Corcopat. Yeah. We didn't have Cor. that's why I mentioned them. Yeah, we didn't uh, they cut the cat that The How that for. fights Growl Tigers last hand. Hmm. There was um, who was that Amy? Um like Jellicoe, we- isn't it?
0: Alonzo?
9: Alonzo?
5: Alonzo? Not Alonzo. It might be the Alonzo character, but they go by a different name.
9: Yeah, oh, you mean in the, oh. in the production? In the right. production. In Japan. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't think we know that, do we? Was it samurai?
2: A was samurai. it Samurai. <laughs> it was created. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it is. A, it actually is a samurai fight. That is the- produ- Akari. Like, is He's the, named Akari. <laughs> so it was Akari? created for that production. <laughs> it was. So uh, okay. we'll, we'll go to the answer. Uh, it is Gilbert or oh, skin.
3: Oh, for heaven's sakes. Gilbert. You know, I was of
0: gonna say party. Gilbert. It's so Gilbert. <laughs> How did Gilbert get into the I was pretending?
4: gonna say Rose, I was I was, I say was, no, I was lying. See what a good actress I am. Oh, you, you are.
5: You, to <laughs> all right, yeah, we're, so. we're gonna go to an easier question then.
4: Okay.
0: Number three.
5: Yeah. Between 2014 and 2016, this cat was changed to be a hip hop rapping cat. <gasps>
9: Uh, jug, jellicle. Jellicle. Rum, jellicle. Rome, tongue, wait, wait, jellico. <laughs> yes, Tugger?
5: yes, yes, it is. Yes, Tugger. Kari, you <laughs> are correct, Kari.
9: Thank you. What?
5: Tony, I knew you always had that in you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, next question is this cat was actually named after T.S. Eliot's cat.
0: Oh, oh, I used to know this. <laughs> um, uh, uh, jellicle isn't it Electra? Is it?
5: It's not no. Electra. long hmm. Rumble
0: uh,
5: yes, teaser. Yes, yes. It's not Rumpel rumble teaser.
0: All right, I give up.
5: Grizabella? It's not Grizzabella. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: Jenny and
0: Jenny. Jenny
5: Closer. No, but I think it's
0: Jelly it.
5: Jellylaurem.
9: Uh, ding, ding,
0: there
9: we ding. Go. Joanna, yes. Good Joanna,
6: good, <laughs> Joanna. Good for you. You get Two a star. Two to one. Two to one. <laughs> I love right. that. I love that.
5: There is a website called fanfiction.net, which has over 3,200 cat fanfiction fiction stories. Uh, shockingly, none of them have been written by me.
4: <laughs> and
5: when you sort by most popular, 10 of the top 20 stories are about which two cats being a romantic couple? <gasps>
4: hmm. oh,
0: wow. well, Jellicle, wow. it's definitely Cassandra and Gus. No. <laughs> yeah, Jell- no.
5: Jell-
9: Jellicle, well, it's Demeter and um, Macavity. Macavity.
5: No. no, no, these are, these are, this sounds like there's a lot more fan fiction that needs to be written.
6: <laughs> uh, Jellico, would it be Tumble Brutus and, um, and, uh, Victoria? <laughs> it is not. Jellicoe,
9: Jellico, Jellico, Demeter, Demeter and Bombayurina.
0: Mom
4: <laughs> Wait, Demeter and
0: Bombayurina? No. Jellico, <laughs> <No. Jellicle. laughs> Jelly and Gus.
4: No, no. no? no?
0: no. Oh my gosh, that
5: is Rum in it? There Please we go, we got up. half. <gasps> <gasps> this, and Bum- this is it. It's Rum
6: mm-hmm. Tum and
0: Bomba. Yeah. Bum- yes, it's Bum-
5: oh, Bum- no, Tug and Mistoffelees. It's Tug
0: and Mistopheles.
4: What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know I was gonna go
5: there, but.
4: <laughs> wow. It is a, a,
5: a whole Seriously. lot of those stories are about the in- two of them.
9: Wow. Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Interster> <laughs> and oh, okay.
0: Okay. what do you
9: know? okay. Huh, okay. Okay.
5: Tug-offleys or tuck you can read a Just lot about. it.
4: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay.
5: This one, let's let's go away from the, the characters here a little bit. So Cats won the Tony for Best Musical in 1983. What were the other nominations that year for Best oh, Musical? Oh, God.
6: Miss
0: Saigon. No. <laughs> that was the wrong <laughs> <right>. one. <laughs> um, hmm. 83.
6: Uh, you know I could Google it
3: right now. And oh, yeah. We could easily. Yeah, um, right. You can Google I was in, all of I was these in very elementary quickly. school. <laughs> okay, come on, Carrie. That, don't. In
9: 80- that was a was really long
0: time ago.
9: <laughs> that was a long
3: time ago, wow. yeah. Eighty two I don't
0: remember.
3: I was Wasn't thinking it, sh- it was,
9: actually, I thought it was Chicago. 81. No, um wasn't Chorus Line, of course. No, no. it can't be. Was no, 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 no. It was Forty
2: 40 yeah, yeah. Sophisticated not Ladies.
5: Not. I would love to give you a clue, but I don't know anything about any of these three musicals. So I them, can't even help. Give them one in- of the three. I'll give you one of the three was Merlin.
9: Oh, oh. gosh. Okay. So
6: it was Doll's Life?
5: It was New. not. Rags? It Was not rags. Why don't we pop them up? I'm curious because I don't know anything. Merely, merely losing, losing the night, rolling oh, in. Oh, my one, one and only. One and only.
4: Uh, wow. No, which one? one, which one? That, uh, uh,
9: it won, right? My one and only. Cats won. Did it? Cats. No, oh, cats, oh cats won.
4: Okay. I <laughs>
9: Why? It's a terrible show. No, I'm sorry. Oh my God. Cats all right, won. let right. Let's yeah. let's
5: change gears a little bit. So there is okay. currently a production of Cats going on on the Royal Caribbean cruise Oasis of the Seas. Oh listings.
0: no! No really. And they have
5: shut. Uh, they've turned it into a 90-minute version. Oh,
4: and God. so they cut
5: one character, one, I would say, main character out. So who had their song cut?
4: Jenny
9: Annie oh, Dots. Jenny oh, Dots.
5: Jenny Jenny it's Jenny yeah. it not nope.
9: Jenny Annie Dots. That was uh, um,
5: the Gus. The sh- Gus. It's not Gus. I was going to say Gus. <laughs> no. Who
9: said that? That's
3: oh, not,
6: not right? Um, I'm going to say Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. No. Mm. Not,
5: that's no
4: not way. it. You're no closer way, with Gianna Gus. <gasps> okay. yeah, Stimble so- Shanks
5: <laughs> not Skimble Shanks. It's not no. Dick because cl- they wait, called wait, you me. Guys- they can't. Oh, they can't dude, cut right, old dude. Yeah. You're too no. important. Yeah, to the you show.
0: can't cut. Yes. Oh, Buster for Jones. There. They sent him yes. to the cruise buffet, Fox and Randy he is Trump. not performing. <laughs> yeah. <family>. He's
5: happy. <laughs> He's happy at the buffet. So
0: well, right, you know, we are, either do the show on a rake or on the ocean. No, on
9: a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, on a rake yeah. in the ocean, Amy. Both. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my God. we are tied
5: up. Tied up. All right. There's, there are two questions left. So okay, there has been a few animated series that have made fun of cats in an episode. Um, I know of three. Can you name one show that has made fun of
9: Jellicle South park?
5: South park is not, but that Jellicle Simpsons. The Simpsons. I was going to say
6: the Simpsons. Family guy. I was going
5: to say family guy. Yep. We're family guy, I know room. Jonathan,
0: you have oh, to say those is. faster. Bojack Horseman. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I see that now. Yep. Bojack. Okay. Who one that we won? Did we win?
5: There's one more question. Oh, okay. One more question. I, I think this one's, this one's a rumor. So I'm going off of what the rumor says, which is that this cat was chosen for the heavy side layer and the Jellicle ball before the one, the audience sees.
0: The cat was chosen, but that
5: was earlier in the. So they've been oh, reborn oh, oh, in your production. Oh,
9: Gus! I mean, um, the old dude.
5: It is not old Joey? dude. It is not Gus. I mean,
3: him.
9: I meant old
5: dude. Um Moncus No, he's too young. Moncus, trap. No, it's a good Moncus. guess.
4: Macavity. Oh cavity. No. It's not
5: Macavity.
0: I have no idea. I'll Every give meter? you a clue. It
5: is a, it is a female. I'll give that Camino. clue. Jenny, Jenny
0: Laura.
5: Shelly Laura. Getting close. Jenny?
0: Jenny. Jenny, oh. Jenny dots?
5: You've mentioned almost everybody else except for the choice. Cassandra? <laughs>
9: no. We've mentioned
5: not Victoria. Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Victoria. Not
9: Victoria.
1: Wow. <laughs> <Not Victoria. Victoria. laughs> okay, let's
9: syllable. go through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go through everyone.
6: Mongo
0: Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> no, we no, no. said it's a female. Mongo Jerry?
6: A Not going
5: be Oh,
0: it's oh, a female and it's not a
5: not syllabus. Mm, I don't know. This is for the win. Whoever's gonna get the <laughs> So just
0: just it's a tough we, it, we win. Just what's the answer cool. to Bomb woman?
4: Bombellarina. Yeah.
5: Bomb oh, Bomb hey, yeah. oh,
4: Wow.
2: Wow. This is the
5: this is the context yeah. is that Bombelly Arena was Dick Whittington's cat, like they say in the Jelko songs. That's right. And because of her heroics, she was chosen the year before. Um oh, and wow. she is now back in uh, her next life.
9: Mm. Oh, that's me, Bomb. So,
5: Alan,
6: who took the victory?
5: So that's a, that's a three to three split down right. Oh, no, a team, sorry, Austin oh, sorry, sorry, Austin is... Yeah, oh, no, it's a four to two, because Austin, you got wrong, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's four to two. Hey. 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 All right, Well, yeah. thank you.
0: Thanks, Anthony, for an well, us Yeah, I'm
5: <laughs> so glad I was able to really help out <laughs> our team.
6: But but can, can can we do one thing before can we can we do our
9: special,
5: yes let's our do special it before we go into the naming of cats. What's
6: our surprise? So so before so before they're going to tell you about how why we did naming of cats and actually everybody who's on this call partook in naming of cats and Kari actually was the director of it and she can talk to you about how we came across that. But as I was getting ready for tonight, I came across something and I know that this is um, that that we are doing this as a fundraiser for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, Aids and ultimately the Actors Fund. So what I would like to um, put up for a a bid of $500 is our company's souvenir program which has absolutely everybody who is in this video, in this podcast tonight, and I could go through this and show you all of the pictures that, that they are there. Um, there's there's Demeter, uh, Debbie here. there's Leslie Ellis. There's me, thank you, at Skimble Shen. Uh, um, there's, there's Tony Boba right there. So the first person who puts up uh, and here is Amy Turner, if you can see that hey. fabulous <laughs> extension that this, this thing did. Um, and and the first person who um, donates $500 to broadwaycares.org forward slash cats 2020 will receive this souvenir program for our, from our company, okay? And that's my promise to, to Broadway Cares. So All
5: go. right Now- Thank you for that. The A. Yes, Tell me about the naming of cats. What are we about to watch?
9: Oh, Okay. Cari. Cool. Cari. Well, uh Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan asked me to um, kind of help him come up with the concept and choose the, pers- you know, the participators. And um, I personally love this part of the show. We get to stand still. <laughs> but it's, it's, it was just like the lighting, and I'm getting the chills thinking about it, and the, and the poem, and... It was a really mystical, um, cool, dark, sexy kind of part of the show. And so we're like, well, how are we going to do this in our homes, and our living rooms on Zoom? And um, I came up with candles. And we originally wanted smoke. I wanted smoke. I wanted steam um, just to make it look, you know, mysterious and... So we kind of got that right, Jonathan, and then we started running with that, and then um, I just wanted it to be very odd and very peculiar, be entertaining, you know, and, and try to, and I think everybody really rose to the occasion and, and had fun with it, as you'll, be, as you'll see when we watch the clip.
0: And it was Jonathan. broadcast on Halloween. So it was really fun to Oh yeah, that's right. You know, kind of just do something very theatrical and yeah. um, you know, as Cari said, kind of spooky and just just fun to kind of celebrate, you know, Halloween. Well, it's always fun to be weird and strange. I, I like to do that as often as possible. <laughs>
6: Right? And, 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 and 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 the intention was to do a little homage to T.S. Eliot. And the source material is that these were poems written for children. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to sort of honor, honor that. And I thought it was fabulous that we got Andrew Lloyd Webber's permission to do the music from the show. But when I said, I want to do Naming of Cats just as an oratorical piece, there was a dead silence in the meeting. And they were like, um... You have to go to the T.S. Eliot estate for that. So we got permission from the T.S. Eliot estate to do what you are about to see, and every one of these human beings took part in that, which I'm grateful for. So,
5: well, let's know? see this video. <laughs> that is eerie and haunting, and a great transition to talk about Grizabella, who is the jellicle choice here. So, welcome. We have. Three Grisabella's here, so why don't you introduce yourself? And maybe since we all know your Grizabellas, what production that you played Grisabella in?
3: I'm Lynn, and I was in Cats Four. I was standby for Grizabella and booth singer.
0: I'm Leslie, and I was Grisabella in the uh, third national.
5: And Heidi, do we have you here? Uh
0: Uh-oh.
5: We can't hear you, Heidi. Let's see if we can get this troubleshoot real quick. Okay. Can you hear us, Heidi?
0: Okay, she can hear us, but she can't. Do you need to go to the preferences on your uh, computer and select uh, headphones? Yes, Heidi. Oh, you can hear it. Okay.
5: Okay. As Uh, Heidi, we can't hear you, but we
0: we can see you.
3: Is her mute button on?
5: She's not muted. So I think um, maybe we'll. Can you hear me? Now? Okay. Can you, there we go, okay. I can't hear Heidi, you very can,
10: well,
5: hold on a second. Okay, we can All hear right. you now though. Can you Yay! hear Yay,
10: okay good, thank you so much for your, your patience.
5: No problem, <laughs> it's, that's the, the world we live in now with this, with the tech, so. Oh my God. Um, and Heidi, you were in the Broadway production.
10: Yeah, I have a unique relationship with the show because I've done three. I did the first national; they put me in for the last six weeks of the run in Boston, so I could learn the role. Um, and then I went into the third national, and then I went into Broadway. So Amazing. I've done. Um, yeah, so it's been it was a, a a gift. It was a gift to to have that experience and to work with so many incredible artists and also creators.
5: Well, I am thrilled because this is the majority of what I've spent my time debating, and I always love talking to Grizabella. (laughs) So we're going to talk, probably a conversation you've never had, about (laughs) Grizabella's backstory and why she's picked. So I want to start by hearing from you. Let's talk about her story. I want to know what, there's not a lot of context clues for the audience about her life before she leaves the tribe. So we just know she's the Glamour Cat. When you performed as Grizabella, what was your Grizabella pre-leaving backstory?
10: Well, for me, I can, I can speak. I based my, my Grizabella on three characters, Blanche Dubois, um, mm-hmm. Norma Desmond, and uh, Vivian Lee in Ship of Fools. I don't remember that character she played, but she does crazy phrases on the ship. And um, Isabella, I remember. I, I think it was um, Janine Lavulo told me when I went into the first national to learn the part. She said, "Heidi, they'll tell you everything she isn't and nothing that she is." So what they told me was, "She's not dead. She's not dying. She's not old, and she's not a bad lady." And so I just think that she was a very proud person, probably very vain, and. I know, Mike, it's my first understanding that you um, experienced it first in the revival and then you saw the feature film. And I remember you saying that she would, that you thought maybe she was kicked out or that was a rumor. She was kicked out. And I was always under the impression that she chose to leave and she wanted a better life. And so it was her choice to walk out on her truck, which is a very difficult thing to do. And I think that's, a lot of the reason why there's so many conflicting feelings when she comes back, and why that entrance that Andrew wrote and Trevor staged and Julian worked on is so powerful when she makes that first entrance, because as Isabella, as my my colleagues know, you have 15 minutes to tell her story, and that first mm-hmm. minute you're on that stage. <laughs>
3: Fifteen You're minutes, 15 exactly, minutes. Heidi.
0: <laughs> fifteen yes. minutes.
3: It's fifteen mm-hmm. minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you knit in the dressing room.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Absolutely.
3: So
5: okay, so she I, voluntarily, Yeah. So she think. voluntarily voluntarily left.
0: I mean I agree yeah. with that because I, I kind of likened it to people running off to uh, like Los Angeles uh in the early days of, of color films and, you know, wanting to be a star and, you know, leaving the tribe to me was always just going off to find your fame and fortune or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, stuff as stuff is in showbiz didn't work out and she's back because she's, you know, she's she's coming home and she is desperate. Yeah. Truly mm-hmm.
3: desperate. I agree, I agree. That's where I brought Grizabella from. That she always had this dream. She knew she had this talent and she wanted to go off and and just live her life. And yeah. I guess she believed all the hype that, oh, you're pretty. You can sing or you can dance, and so she went out to try to see if she could do it. And right. she got beat up, got beat up by I the say, business, you know, yeah, everything. And yeah. um, and she came back and went, but my pers from my perspective, her leaving, she left a lot of unfinished relationships,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and uh you build those relationships about around the different cats. And um, when she got beat up and she came back home looking for just a little, a hug, you know, just a touch, just for somebody to accept her because she was not accepted where she really, really, where her heart Mm -hmm. was.
5: And I think that's a really interesting piece of this is that there's a lot of rumors about the relationships that she leaves. So Mm -hmm. potentially children left behind or Mm -hmm. um, lovers left behind. Is that, I, how do you see you shaking your head? Is that not?
10: I think lovers, I don't think children. (laughs) No
5: children. So not Bum, Demeter, or Victoria. Those are the three that are rumors.
10: No, I don't personally, but that's, again, you can make that backstory up as how you want to make that up. It's my feeling that I walk in and the kittens don't know me, but they've heard about me and they're curious about me. So they're kind of like, who is that? And the teenagers are like, oh, it's her. And then the older ones are like, well, Uh, and Mm -hmm. they've heard about me. And so there's a a past. Trevor Nunn actually told us on Broadway um, that it's like, there's a big party going on and um, the phonograph is going and there's a, a record on the record player. And the minute she walks in, it's like somebody picks up the needle off the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's this moment like, oh, there she is. Right. Right. So it's mm-hmm. there's and so that, that moment is electric. So my feeling was that I had a very strong relationship with the trap. And I had the relationship with him. So I could go at him, I could confront him and say, How can you treat me like this? Mm-hmm. So that was, I mean, it was. It's very, it's so layered, and I think it's so interesting. It was so fun to listen to the earlier actors talking about it because it was indeed quite the event when it happened.
4: Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah, and so when it, and I love hearing all these, like the lore and the, the rumors. I think it's so interesting because uh, um, it, it it tells you there's something about the show that connects people or intrigues them.
5: It is, uh, I think Mm -hmm. the beauty of the show is is that it is so almost undefined in some ways while having a lot of definition. And so that allows you to kind of fill in blanks as you need. And not just as an audience member, but it sounds like even as cast members, because as I've talked to more cast members, there's people who've played it certain ways and somebody else has played this relationship. And there's a little bit of difference every single time I talk to to somebody. Yeah. So now let's, let's kind of dive into you come back. Why do you believe Old Deuteronomy chooses Grisabella?
3: I think Old Deuteronomy was there. I think he he was there when she was growing up. He watched her grow up and he saw all of her talent and he saw that she had the courage to even come back because most people, I mean, maybe she was like the prodigal son, you know? And I think there was a connection there because maybe he was one of the people who encouraged her in in her abilities. And maybe he was the one who said, Well, go try it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. like you said, lots of backstories.
0: So, guilt, you're saying?
2: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I well, actually,
0: let me, yeah. let me I reframe mean, I this
5: guess, question, though, a little bit. How do you think Old Deuteronomy chooses every year?
0: Hmm. It's how well people present their stories.
3: Yeah.
0: It's how strongly the passion comes through their story.
5: And so all three of you firmly believe that Grizabella's passion and story is the one from that year. I already see the yeses.
10: Well, but, yeah, I, I mean, think the story... She said she suffered the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She suffered and she left and she took a lot of courage to come back. And the thing about Isabella, she just doesn't leave after she gets scratched. She keeps coming back and she's determined and she's resolute. Mm -hmm. And she has to, once she finally says what she's been through. And then once she finally says, she drops her artifice and she drops her pride and her ego and she lets go of it and says, touch me. I need your help that's when it all changes. So I think that's you know why. we got the song. that's why. Yeah, I think we that's got so. Song. The receiving line is so powerful when you do that receiving yeah. line is yeah. everybody is on the same page about this.
3: Mm-hmm. So but when she leaves after touch me when she's mm-hmm. when she gets up to leave there's sort of a, a Cried, you yes. know. I came in here with my head down, but I'm going to leave with my head up, whether you mm-hmm. touch me or not. And then she feels that, yeah, that it, you know, mm-hmm. what syllable she's is,
0: a, you know, yeah. She is tough. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But she was. She's not just broken. She's super, right. super tough. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. has had to learn to be tough and fight uh, to survive.
3: Yeah, I've been knocked down before. And I've gotten up before. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. I
5: love the passionate defense of Grisabella. <laughs> as someone who spent many episodes arguing against this. Here's here's my kind of, I, I think you're all on the same page that Grisabella is your angelical choice. So I'm going to ask this a slightly different way. If Grisabella doesn't come back in the year that we see, who goes?
0: Gus. Gus. Yes. Gus. 100%. So with that
5: in mind, why not Gus over Grisabella? Why because not Gus Grisabella the a, next year?
0: Gus had a career. Gus mm-hmm. had everything he endeavored to do. He's old, but he has friends. He has jelly. He has his friends. He has his memories. And um, she's the one who's just just the most desperate and the most mm-hmm. in need. And I think
10: mm-hmm. Jitteron, I mean, knows that. I think he knows Yeah, that. He's, the, he's the old he's the all-knowing. I yeah. agree. Well, it's kind of, the show doesn't have an arc without her. There's no well, tension. It doesn't, she doesn't show up. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right? So it, it's kind of, that's what really kind of drives it. And so I find that so interesting that when, because Trevor and, and Julian and, um, Andrew didn't know what to do, and then they they had the the, the unpublished poem, and they went, "Oh, mm-hmm. we got the through line." And then the rhapsody on a windy night, and remark is those words are right out of that unpublished poem. Yeah. All of it yeah. is there, so it's just thrilling. To I wish I was I in the room when that happened, when they realized that they had the arc of the show, because the show would be very different without her. Right?
5: Definitely. I mean, and I think so- you, you would follow more of a Macavity as the the bad guy. create your villain story. I'm working on Cats too. Don't worry. I'm I'm working on how to rewrite some of this. Um, I, I would love to hear just, you know, Memory is the iconic song from the show and, you know, you all get to belt it out. And as you said, 15 minutes. What is that like? Almost leaving everything you have on stage, every single performance that you get to do it.
3: Rewarding.
0: It's, it's exhausting and terrifying. I have yeah. to say that. Because yeah. I was on the road, and we did one-week stops a lot. And we never did any split weeks, but we did one-week stops. And I was 24 years old. It was my first job. And I was just, oh, my God, the whole show was on my shoulders. I didn't drink <laughs> coffee. I didn't drink alcohol. I <laughs> didn't speak. I was a nervous wreck when I left that show <laughs> because it's the whole you know, thing that everybody's coming to hear. And it's not an easy song to
3: sing. It's not. It's not an it's easy not. song to
0: sing eight shows a week. It's not. It's not. So uh, that that's my experience. I loved it. It was a blessing. I i had the best time ever. But also, yeah. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. night, it's, God, I mean, I got to hope it comes out.
10: Yeah.
4: I do, Me uh, too. You Me yeah. too. You
10: yeah. have to belt that and belt it and go back up and go back up. And then you have to jump at the end. Mm-hmm. yeah oh my
0: word yeah I can... by then to sit around <laughs> so yeah. you now are in oh my gosh and you are vocalizing again
3: yeah you're yeah. coming up
0: again to make sure you yeah. got the e-flat you know yeah it's... you
3: got those trills going and everything. <sighs> and everything oh goodness it was a lot yeah, yeah. but Absolutely. you know yeah I, I i thought i i felt because everything builds. It was building up to that one moment, that one moment. and you get up when you when you hit that touch me and then you hit that last note, and you realize, oh my gosh, I did it. You're shaking, and you're you're <laughs> like, okay, I, I my vocal cords are in the pit right now, but I'm okay. And yeah. it was just because all the emotions, if somebody cut you off on the road, or anything, you could put it all in that one moment, yeah. and mm-hmm. just leave it out there and give it to the audience and do with it as you please. But you know, this is this is how I felt. I did it for eight yeah. years, so I did it for eight years, and Goodness. it was, Whew. it
0: was, just wonderful. And like- I remember when uh, Stanley Lebowski uh, died of a heart attack uh, in. Yeah mid run and we were in Dallas, and I remember when they told us right before the show, and we all just went out on stage and we were stunned and um but it was as you said lynn it 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 was something that i could I could visit in a in a you know whatever I was feeling at the time mm-hmm. I could put it into that yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Lynn, it sounds it's like the world would great. be a better place if we all channeled our our anger and emotion and sing just, just in memory every night, and you'll be <laughs> much fine. Yeah,
10: you fine. can use everything in the day,
3: sure. Everything. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, you <laughs> That's your mantra at the end of the day. Just sit in your yoga pose and belt out Touch Me, and you're
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I think that
5: is probably the best way possible to end this. I, um, I appreciate your, your defense of Grizabella. I'm not ready to rename my show but I do love always hearing from, from you. And thank you all for being here. Okay. Um, and to everyone watching, again, thank you for joining us tonight as we welcome thank back to Broadway. Um, go see a show, whether it's Broadway, a tour, a regional yeah. production, um, support the arts in, in yes, this amazing yes. community of people. And then just a quick reminder for, for everyone here, you can find The Wrong Cat Died on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you listen to podcasts on Twitter and Instagram at the wrong cat Died, or the website therongcatdied.com. And a huge thank you again to the Broadway Podcast Network, Broadway Care's Equity yes. Fights AIDS, Johnson Surreal, and the entire cast members, everyone who is here today to participate. It
0: and was. thank so, Mike, you for keeping thank them, you. The memory, thank you and the memory alive.
10: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> thank, thank you, Mike, crazy. for your passion. Yeah. Yes. Thank
5: you, everybody. Have a great night.